Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. A week ago, right about now, we were all on our... What's the word I'm looking for? We were all wondering what was going to happen on Monday. It was difficult to make a call. Um, We're all flying by the seats of our collective pants. And then we arrived on Monday night and saw what happened. happened. And here we are a couple of days later, and we're still looking at what happened and garnering the fallout. And in Western Canada, particularly Alberta, there's a lot of talk about separation, and we'll get into all of that as we go through the weekend. The Premier of Saskatchewan, Scott Moe, um, accused the uh, Liberals of dividing Canadians and uh, is demanding a new deal for the West. Can't say that I blame the Premier for that. He'll be joining us later on the show. And when we look at uh, what happened to the Liberal Party and uh, Mr. Trudeau's status as Prime Minister, they lost majority government. They lost the popular vote. They lost more than a million votes over 2015. They lost seats in Quebec. They were shut out in Alberta and Saskatchewan. And really, they survived by turning Canadians against one another. So Mr. Trudeau has a lot of fence mending to do. There's a lot of talk about TMX now. He's enthusiastic about Trans Mountain Extension. Um, the next months are going to be particularly telling in this country. And uh, over the next two days, we'll be taking more calls on this program than we usually do to hear from you. And we'll start that in about 10 minutes' time. So that you know our number, our studio number, you might want to jot it down because people always ask me what's the number or they say you give it out too fast. It's 800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. So here we are uh, on the Saturday after the election and uh, joining us on the program is Sean Simpson, Vice President of Ipsos Public Affairs, and we've counted on Sean and CEO of Ipsos, Daryl Bricker, over the weeks of the campaign to keep us up to date on what Canadians were thinking and how we were um, we were ready to vote or how it appeared we were ready to vote. A lot of great polling was done for Global News. And out of the gate, first of all, Sean, uh, great work by Ipsos. You were right on the mark all the way through the, the campaign. Well done. What a relief, Roy, and thank you very much. Yeah, great to have you with us. My pleasure. So how do you, uh, as a national pollster, looking at the, the results on Monday night and then reviewing what's been happening over the last five days, how do you uh, how do you assess, uh, first of all, the election and then what's happening now? Yeah, well, I mean, for the most part, things turned out uh, as, as we expected, a narrow lead in the popular vote for the Conservative Party and uh, uh, efficiency in the vote for the Liberals. I think the, the, the one big surprise was the uh, extent to which that Liberal vote was efficient. They picked up more seats than I think anybody had, had anticipated. Um, but, you know, in, in a clip you played at the start there, uh, the Prime Minister said that uh, he's, you know, been elected with it with a clear mandate. Uh, I would love to know what exactly that is. Yeah, there was anything but a clear mandate, and it was anything but a clear mandate for anyone other than the Bloc Québécois. Yeah, it's really interesting because uh, only the bloc can can claim uh, any type of victory here. Uh, as you said, the, the the liberals fewer votes than last time. They have two, I think, MPs from Manitoba to to Alberta. Uh, the prime minister, I think, will struggle to try to align uh, Western Canadian demands with with Quebec. 
theft demands. And one of the things in 2015 in our election day pool for Global News that was most interesting is that the prime minister's biggest advantage was on someone who can unite Canada. And now we are seeing and living the product of that first uh, first term in government. So the question becomes, and I don't know if it's a fair question to put to you, but um, is there somebody, uh, it's not fair, Sean, but I, I keep asking myself, is there somebody on the horizon who can create that that sense of follow me, I have the path to national unity? Yeah, well, it's hard to say um, because uh, given uh, the rise of the Bloc Québécois, uh, it would likely have to be somebody from, from Quebec, uh, but who, who also uh, somehow aligned with, with what Albertans and, and, and folks in Saskatchewan and Manitoba are, are, are feeling. So uh, I don't think it's readily apparent, uh, at least not to me at this particular yeah. point. But it points out just how uh, how significant a task it is to be able to find someone or a group of people who can provide that kind of triptych or roadmap that the majority of Canadians would say, yeah, we can follow that, we can understand that, and it makes sense to us. We're in a situation of, of, of flux at the moment. When you look at the BQ in, in Quebec, does that, does that translate to a rise in uh, or a return to public support? There's a difference between being... Uh, passive, or, or but public support for the idea of separation in that province. Well, of course, you can never say never uh, because it's 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 in saying never that it 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 happens again. Um, but uh, when I'm speaking with my my Quebec colleagues and looking at the results of our election day poll, um, what we're seeing is that the vote for the Bloc Québécois, at least this time around, is a Quebec first nationalist um, vote, but not necessarily a separatist vote. And and the reason I say that is because a quarter of Bloc supporters actually um, thought the Prime Minister did a good job and deserved to be re-elected, um, but they still voted Bloc. So it was it was a Quebec first vote without you know drastically impacting the national makeup of the election. Do you think Canadians are in favor of another quick election? Uh, well, we know, uh, again, from our Election Day poll for Global News, that uh, uh, the average uh, number of months that Canadians thought a minority government should survive is, is about 12, is, is about a year. And we know the lifetime of minority governments is typically 12 to, uh, to 18 months. Now, this um, particular brand of minority government uh, with the Liberals and the NDP easily over 170 means that it's probably the most stable of, of all of the outcomes that, that could have uh, occurred as a result of the election. So we may get a little bit more life than uh, than a year or even uh, even 18 months. But the prime minister has been very clear um, in saying that he, he's not going to, to, to enter into a formal coalition with the NDP. I think he's saying, you know, NDP, you're not going to get away with all of the demands that you would like to make, and I'm not going to acquiesce to them. Sean, I have one more. I have two more questions for you. The first one is, uh, when you when you see and hear the um, separation uh, uh, sentiment in the province of Alberta and in other parts of Western Canada, but particularly the province of Alberta, is there any surprise at that following Monday? Oh, I, I don't think so. Um, there's a, obviously a clear belief among many of those uh, in, in Western Canada that they're not getting their 
their fair shake from uh, from Confederation, particularly in Alberta, uh, in in their time of need. Um, you know, they, they've been blessed for decades, and and now for the last um, the last five years or so, um, you know, there've been difficult times in Alberta, and and they're looking for more support uh, from uh, from the federal government uh, than than they're getting right now. And the federal government, uh, you know, bought a pipeline, but you know, doesn't seem to be doing anything with it. Uh, and I think. Uh, you know, following through on on those promises will will go um, at least some way in repairing some of the damage, some of the rift that that uh, exists between the province of Alberta and the federal government. Okay, and the final question for you: If there is one specific and very important takeaway from the Monday election for you as the pollster, uh, what's the takeaway? I think the takeaway is that this is going to be a very difficult, uh, you know, twelve months or eighteen months for for the prime minister. All the leadership advantage he had in 2015 has uh, ha- has evaporated. Uh, in fact, uh, Andrew Shear and Jagmeet Singh are, are are ahead of him on most of the leadership attributes. He needs to spend the next year re-earning the trust of Canadians because that trust has been lost. Sean, always great talking to you. Thank you for the time today. My pleasure, Roy. Sean Simpson, Vice President of Ipsos Public Affairs Canada, and they did remarkable polling for Global News. We were on the mark throughout the election campaign. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.